I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Do you want to play a game? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. I'm your number one fan. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? We have such sights to show you. Welcome, folks, to episode 83 of the Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. Howdy, Tex. What's going on? How are you? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Like, uh, October started, but, like, you know, instead of, like, a huge horror movie or something to, like, kick off the... I, I guess, you know, blame the pandemic, of course, right? But, like, this is the month where all the stuff that was delayed is starting to pop up, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, But, like, you can't, you can't really also say blame the pandemic, because that's just poor planning now. Because <laughs> you had... You can blame the pandemic to have extra planning time. You're like, okay, right, let's right. push everything back so we can, you know, start the spooky season off well. And you're right, like, besides the streaming services, not really we, – we really didn't didn't get a lot in theaters in terms of, oh, here, guys, welcome to October kind of shit. But they could right. have done that, right? It, it, like, isn't it funny? Like, like um, you've pushed back all these movies to the point where, you know – like now we're getting them a full year later, right? And yes. you still released them. Like, for instance, Candyman, right? Candyman was going to be the one coming out last year in place of Halloween Kills. They were like, oh, you know what? Halloween's getting pushed back officially. Let's see if we can squeeze into that, you know, release week. Um, mm-hmm. But then they also got pushed back. So why not wait until this perfect like october weekend to release Candyman. like why did you have to release it like in september granted like it wouldn't have made it any better <laughs> I, yeah like but like yeah. in terms of just like like <laughs> but it, it, like instead of just releasing it in like the dump off month of august and september right like why not just hey just put it in October. Just make it like part of the spooky season. I don't understand that sometimes with release days. I know like um, in the past, um, a lot of like Dimension branded horror flicks um, like ended up at the end of August and in September. And I'm like, why yeah. not just wait another month and drop it off in October? You know, I don't get that. Yeah, shit. I don't I don't get it either. But, you know, we got what we got. Uh, just you know there's yeah unfortunately good yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot more tv shows at least right like Thank god um, for that <laughs> yeah like there's a that new chucky series is coming to uh is coming to sci-fi and usa in like the next uh couple weeks or so oh, like is that like a this. simulcast kind of like you know yeah release yeah, or something that's weird yeah they'll put it they're gonna put it on both networks i i i don't understand that if but, they were know, smart they would do it after like a WWE show because then it at would, least, right? at least yeah, I'd be tuned yeah. in already. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, it is. It is wild how we haven't gotten promotions for doing Raw, but I guess that's like you know, I, it's we got Army of the Dead promotional stuff uh, at WWE. Well, so granted, like, why is it? Well, granted, Batista was a part of that, so oh, he was what? able to pull some strings. You know, what I mean, yeah, so, you're right. Yeah. I was gonna okay because my point was I was like if it's horror or whatever, like, but you're right. There we go. That fixed that. Um, I mean, that it doesn't look so bad anymore. I don't know. Like, 
Yeah, I guess because um, that first teaser we got for it was kind of whack. Yes, like, I agree one... 100%. It looks a whole lot better with this final trailer. I guess because we have a better sense of the story and what they're trying to accomplish. It, like, it's just not right. just a random, like, Chucky sighting kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, yes. so it seems like they have the story to the point where they're connecting it back to the original Chucky, the Brad DeRiff Chucky, which it's the same one, I think. It's the same Chucky from the original that kind of escaped or something or other is what I'm kind of getting. Yeah. Something like that. I think it's that same vein of like uh, like all these new reboots coming out that are like, oh, well, no, this is the actual sequel. You know, like it's it's one of those things now where uh, we're getting, yeah, like this new Halloween, Halloween Kills, you know, it's coming soon. But like it's one of those. Like, oh, yeah, no, none of that really happened. Um, This is the real Chucky sequel. I hope so. Because, but like, it's weird because uh, uh, you have Jennifer Tilly involved in there in that trailer. Yeah. So I know she's a big part of that, like, like late 90s, like Chucky run with the seat of Chucky and the bride of Chucky, stuff like that. So I wonder if they're still going to continue that or is it just coincidental that they brought her on to kind of reprise that whole character you know what i mean um yeah so i don't know what's going on it looks it looks more interesting than the original teaser trailer um showed us like the original teaser trailer i was like what the fuck is going on this kid looks like he's a big like just like who wants to hang out with this kid like right now he's he's bringing a doll to school um yeah it's like of course i mean yeah bullying is bad yeah bullying is terrible but it's like but it's also like i can't stand a bully but dude you're bringing a doll to high school like come on yeah it's like Like, dude what are you expecting yeah like it like it's not even like you're bringing a pop toy to school to show your buddies. Yo, check out the new fucking pop I got or something. No, yeah. you're bringing a fucking, like, at least an 18 to 24-inch fucking doll to school. You're yeah, carrying you're around like-, like like he's your fucking, you know, like your safety blanket. So this one shows a bit more um, – a bit more of the world, a bit more of the characters. It looks interesting. I'm going to catch the pilot to see what's up. Um, I can't guarantee I'm going to keep following it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think I think that's pretty much what we can say about that, right? Like, because, you know, um, we've – you and I have actually tried together to uh, watch through one of these movies turned shows, like, um, with The Purge, oh, remember? Yeah. Like, we made it through that whole – we forced ourselves it through that doesn't, whole first it, season. It doesn't work well because just – okay, so the – this is a thing with with concepts as in horror, like Purge and like Child's Play, and there's other things that have been put into shows. Um, but yeah, like like, with, uh, like Scream, yeah, is a show uh, with I know those what you concepts. Did last summer, yeah, we talked about last time. Yeah, with all that stuff, the problem that I feel that there lies with that is the fact that we have sequels for those fucking you know like movies, like. Yeah, the sequels technically are supposed to be the ones um, expanding the story, continuing the story, whatever it is. Um, So a show kind of falls a little flat sometimes. It's like, oh, okay, well, they did this in part two or they did or they did this in part three. Or like, why am I seeing this again in this kind of format? It's a, it, yeah, it, it falls flat. It's not. It's a rare occasion when you actually get a uh, a horror like brand that becomes a show that's actually good. I can't really think of one at the, off the top of my head. Yeah, because no, because you're absolutely on the money about that. Because uh, like horror movies, that's why sequels rarely work. Because yeah, you know exactly. the concept's usually only good for that one ninety minute two hour movie. Yeah, and then once you try and like make more of it, and so. 
imagine taking that one 90 minute hour, uh, two hour idea and stretching it into at the very least like seven, eight, nine episodes, however yeah. long like, like, it's going to be. Uh, you for know? instance, like one that I can think of like right now, just uh, skimming through the Rolodex and all that shit in my fucking brain um, mm-hmm. is the anthology of Friday the 13th. So they had like a show. They had a show back then called Friday the Thirteenth. You didn't have Jason involved in it at all, but it was um, like it kept the brand of Friday the Thirteenth, and they made it into like this little anthology show. Um, and and it was cool because you know it was just you know like it's like little short horror stories. Um, it didn't involve Jason or anything like that, but you know it was Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, so that's one of the things that can work if you do have a concept that you're just trying to revolve around. But like, like in terms of um of scream and in terms of um of Chucky, like those, yeah, I don't see that happening with Chucky. Yeah, mm-hmm. those like serial killer ones. It's like, yo, we got a bunch of those movies already, dude. Like, what are you gonna show me that you haven't tried already in a movie? Like, yeah. you know, like you've gotten to the point in Child's Play now where Chucky has a fucking off. Yeah, and even that, like, they had a reboot. Like, yeah. even, even if, like, uh, Don Mancini's trying to be like, oh, no, this is the real continuation of Chucky and all that stuff. I'm just like, I I was never, like, into the lore, you know? Yeah, like, I, I was, was going to say, I'm like, no disrespect to, you know, the Child's Play fans and stuff. Cool. I'm, you know, I'm glad you like it all. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, glad you guys show, are, I'm glad you guys are having a good time. You I'm know? not a but, fan. Like, I'm not a big fan of Child's Play. Um, I think uh, the original 80s one was cool to watch as a kid. Just because of the concept, you know, as yeah. a kid, it, it freaks you out because you you fucking you play with toys every day. You know what I mean, but yes. um, in the grand scheme of things, it's 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 ridiculous. Um, it's ridiculous to even put Child's Play and Chucky in the pantheon of like legends, in my opinion. Like, right. no, you're a fucking doll. Like, I always find it very hard to understand how they're just letting the fucking doll just like kill you you know what i mean like like even with puppet master and stuff like that like like i get toys in bunches you know a collective like in like um in puppet master it's a bunch of them who attack you at once or in or in the movie dolls is just a bunch of them i can get the overwhelming number could be just freaky um and and like little stabs everywhere yeah that's fine (laughs) but you have this one chucky doll now by the way he's not very stealthy he's not very like oh i'm a toy let me do quiet stuff you hear little pitter patters you know you see it in the pov shots but like grab the fucking doll like how how are you getting overpowered by this fucking piece of plastic because it's still plastic you know what i mean so like it it just boggles my mind how this became a thing and how this is still a thing and how they tried to make it a thing again yeah with that mark hamill iteration of it like like no just stop child's play does not work anymore all right if you're gonna do it just re-release the original because that was the best iteration of the concept in my opinion yeah because I yeah. mean, they don't even make those types of toys anymore. Really, because, they don't like, make you know, toys anymore, period. <laughs> yeah, because kids, you know? kids have moved on. Kids have moved on, you know. Dude, like, think about it. There are no more Toys R Us, dude. Yeah, you got to go to Target more. for your toys. Or you got to go see what GameStop has on the on the, on the the shelves. Dude, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're, it's, it's a different world now. And Child's Play isn't a part of it. There's no more really. KB toys. There's no more to, uh, Toys R Us. Like, there's no more walking down the aisle. Full of these 
rows and rows of different kinds of dolls and action figures and getting that a connection to child's play because that was the whole thing like it worked back then because again we were younger i was younger you were younger um Mm -hmm. the the world was younger you know and then the world had a different um outlook than what it is today we had fucking toy stores man it was great and that was the whole concept of it it's like oh listen Imagine walking down a toy store, you pick, you have the fucking luck. Granted, it's a different kind of origin, right? But you have the luck of just grabbing a random doll. It just so happens to be fucking possessed. You know what I mean? So like, it doesn't work anymore. I am going to stay tuned because I am a horror fan and I, and I am interested to see what they can do with the concept. I hope they made me eat crow. I, yeah. I, I am more than willing to have a good serving of crow if this thing it turns out to be good because that's, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it, it is good. I'm going to catch it. But uh, Child's Play has um ha, has definitely run its course. So, yeah. So, okay. you know what else has run its course? <laughs> Adam's Family already, yeah, I think, oh, has run its man. course, man. Yeah. Uh, getting into our, our double feature presentation our double for feature, the day. Um, uh, main attraction for the show. Um, the first one on the, uh, on the docket is The Adam's Family 2. Um, yeah. The animated movie. Wow. Like, I... Okay, I was kind of stoked about it because I had a lot of fun with the first one. My kids loved the first one. Right. I enjoyed the first one. I've seen it on several occasions. It makes sense. It's a good story. The voice work is great. But then, like, this one came out and we... I think we spoke about it in the trailers... Um, in the trailer section on one of our episodes uh, where we were like, oh, this is interesting. It looks like they're doing a... A hotel Transylvania kind of thing where yeah. they go on vacation because like what else? Yeah, we, we were do? like because because that's the next like that's the next um, big uh, what you call it the next big set piece idea kind of thing where yeah. it's like oh let's go on a road trip because we're family out of, yeah, we're out of ideas to the world you know? right yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah I mean it is out of ideas like it definitely um, yeah like I think I'm good honestly this this going back to our conversation earlier in the episode with Child's Play. The one yeah, we just had, uh, right? It fits right in. Right? This yeah. is the kind of um, concept and franchise that should be a TV show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That should, that deserves like its little kind of low budget run animated TV show. Yeah, not live action, but you can definitely do like the animated one or even the CG animated one. But like a, um, a concept like Adam's Family, I think works in little spurts. You know what I mean? Like in 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 episode formats, because technically what you just gave us was like 90 minutes or just like one really long episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, oh man. Like, yeah, it was rough. So It was really I, rough, dude. Yeah, because like we, we tend to be, you know, we tend to be easy on children's films, you know, because like, because they are made for kids. And as long as they're successful with kids, it's usually like, okay, you did what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But like, but at the same time, like, we also have to sit through these things, you know? Agreed. 100%. Like, we need something to keep us going. Like, we need, we need a thing to, to keep us in there. Yeah. You know, like, we need, and Adam's Family 2 does not have it. Yeah. It just, (laughs) just, does it like it's the road trip opens it up to like jokes you know to like 90 minutes worth of jokes and even then like that's stretching oh, it right yeah like, dude okay so yes you are absolutely 100 on point like we have to sit through these things just to put it out there off the bat my kids enjoyed the movie because one's nine and one is six um, right. I, <laughs> I am 30 years older than my youngest so 
sitting through this was definitely rough. It wasn't catered for anybody above the age of maybe 12. Right. Um, it was very, it was a very simple story. Um, uh, my kids were able to follow it just fine, but even they seemed to be distracted because it just felt like it, it had some, you know, some very long portions in there that were just not good. Um, yeah, it, it felt. It felt super long, man. Like, it, I, I kept looking at how long it actually had. Yeah. Like, it, it's 90 minutes. Like, it's straight up 90 minutes, but, like, it felt like it was going on a minute, like, yeah. a while. I remember, like, we paused it 46 minutes in, right? And then my son goes like, oh, look, we, we're we halfway through the movie. Exactly. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, really? Oh, yeah. um, So I was like, shit, let's keep watching. But yeah, there's not really much to say about this movie, to be honest with you. Um, I know. That's the other thing, right? Like, you're, it's you're not. criticizing it's the- it. Like, you know, the, the idea, the central idea is like uh, Wednesday doesn't think she's an Adams because she doesn't fit in with the rest yeah. of the family. And even then, that's still kind of like stretching it. You even know, then, like- it's super stretching it because I'm like, yo, just, just take a DNA test. You know, you just it done, right? Yeah, like, but, <laughs> or, you know, and that's that's the idea with that too. That like they're trying to they they go on the road trip so they can avoid the DNA test. You know, yeah, just in case she like isn't, some, but yeah, then, because like, yeah, so she's involved in some you know crazy science fair. Which, by the way, like she does this experiment on on Uncle Fester. This is a big loophole, like of the whole thing. It's like, okay, you're super smart, Wednesday, but yet. You do this experiment and you act like a scientist, but yet there's all these instances where Fester is legit turning into this crazy octopus monster kind of thing, and she doesn't bat an eyelash. Like you never hear her like say, like I would have loved to see her jot down a couple of things. Oh, that's interesting, right? Like just yeah. to kind of bring it back to the point, like hey, you just you, you fucking experimented on your uncle, right, for school, and right. then. You completely like you're smart, but then you're stupid. You know, it's it's it makes no sense. Like it, it definitely didn't play to their characters. The only person who was definitely the only people were still on character. I would probably say Gomez and Fester. So yeah, so uh, the movie definitely didn't it didn't feel like an Adams Family movie. Honestly, it didn't have that. You know, because every time the Adams are involved, there's always spooky shit going on around yeah. them. Like I didn't get any of that. They they definitely left their vibe. Yeah, at home. <laughs> like, you know what I mean. And it sucks too because like it, it's got so many of like the cheap kids movie tricks that you see in like a bunch of them. Yeah. Like, it's constantly playing like it's got a ton of needle drops to like like remixes or whatever it did for its soundtrack. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, party music yeah, for the kids. Yeah, but you know like, I mean? it does so much of that where it's like, okay, this is clearly distracting. Like, it's clearly like throwing to distract yeah. you from the fact that it, nothing's just like the grandma throwing the party. Like, what yeah, the fuck like, is that just, all about? Like, it's just so what? many. Like, it's randomness. Like, it's random stuff that like to distract you from the fact that nothing's happening. Like, nothing. No, like, thank you. You know, yeah, the whole idea of like Wednesday doesn't fit in with her family or whatever, but like. It just, like, it, it's so paper thin. Like, it's so, like, thinly developed, too, over the course of the movie. Like, you know, it. Even then, though, like, why would Wednesday feel that way? Like, what has, what, like, what have they done to her to make yeah, her feel like, like she doesn't it, fit in? It's like, yeah, you're just intellectually superior, probably. Yeah. You know and, what I mean? But, like, you know, 
like, I like she, this is why this thing yeah, has because she issues. overhears like Morticia and Gomez talking about how she might not be their daughter because of like some shenanigans. Fester had like switch babies around or whatever, but like that's really it. Like that's the only thing that would like yeah, she's a teenager and she feels like like different from her family or whatever i guess that's the central idea but like they yeah there's nothing done on the adams family part like yeah like honestly too like um just to wrap this one up just because i don't feel like yeah. about anymore, <laughs> honestly um like it's a it's a big lost opportunity because they made characters in the first go around that were actually pretty decent like the margot character wasn't right. around anymore her and fester are supposed to be a couple yeah. right <laughs> and then the uh, wednesday's friend uh, Margot's uh, yeah, daughter. Yeah, like basically that whole, it would have been that nice whole to first see. movie is just <laughs> Dude, not like, there. It would have been nice to see a good continuation of the like the story, a good continuity because they were seen as people at the end of part right, one. Right, yeah. Like, they, they were seen as citizens of this town. But then in this movie, it, like – while they're still in their town, they're still being l- looked at and treated as fucking yeah. Heroes. And I'm like, wait a minute, didn't we get over this yeah, in the it's first kinda, one? It's kind of whack. Like, it, it- dude, every yeah, everything that happened in the first one pretty much did not matter. Uh, this is a total stay away from it. Even for your kid, just go go watch yeah, part like, one again. If, it, if it. it didn't yeah. release on demand at the same time it was in theaters, we wouldn't have seen it. Like, and I was upset I had to pay for this. I thought it was going to be free VOD. Yeah, honestly, it's twenty dollars um, a rental. Dude. It's it's not it, worth twenty dollars. Yeah. Stay away from it. Stay away from it. Just like I feel that the next movie. Ooh, stay away from it, in oh, my opinion. So this is where, um, okay. We're, yeah, we are going to yeah. Differ from um, so uh, Venom. Let there be carnage. There be carnage. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So. I strongly – I didn't like the movie, man. I, I didn't. Like I feel that the, the little good we got from it was too little too late and it, like it, that's it. That was just it. The, the good we got from it was too little too late. It reminded me of a malignant where we got a good like – 20 to 30 minutes at right. the end of the movie that were actually on point. This is the same thing I felt with uh, uh, this movie because we spent a lot of it just – I don't know what happened. Like they established a good kind of relationship and communication style with the first one. But in this one, they just – like I, I'm not sure why they felt forced to kind of bring out more of that like back and forth yeah, comedy I don't, thing. Like, I, I don't like, know I, either because yeah, like, it, so it was frustrating, honestly, because I'm like, oh, but you guys did such a good job. And I think they wanted to recreate that, but they were forcing that. Yeah, because like the first one, a lot of the reason it worked and a lot of the reason people like love that first one so much because it, it's all the unintentional stuff that happened. Like, yes, you know, like the exactly. crazy, like jumping in the lobster tank and eating the lobsters or like, like all, like all the, you know, the, um, relationship stuff that was like inherent, like all the implied relationship drama, you know, but here it's like straight up point blank, like said, like there's no, like there's no, there's no, uh, tiptoeing around it. Like there's no, like, yeah, there's no having yeah, exactly. fun with it. It's just like, okay this is the point of the movie now all the stuff that like we, yeah it, it, all the it really stuff is we think straight people up. liked in the first one this is what you know this is what we're gonna do now is all the wacky stuff all the relationship drama between the two of them and like i feel the same way i i'm more of a i would say uh i would say wait for it i would still say like see it be, like it, 
unlike Malignant, I do feel like that last 20, 30 minutes is enough to make you sit through the rest of it. But it's also, it's also not that big of an ask. I would say that too, because like, this movie compared, like, let's just keep throwing Malignant under the bus, right? Compared to Malignant, this one's 90 minutes. And like, it kind of, it kind of speeds by, but also not like it. That, yeah, that's so the like problem. to put it in perspective, uh, I like I watch these movies at the draft house, right? And like they like when they bring you your receipt if you order something, like it, when they bring you a receipt that tells you like, oh, this is the last like thirty minutes of the movie or whatever. So when they brought me my receipt, I was like, oh, this is the last thirty minutes of the movie. It was that kind of thing where I was like, oh, this kind of stuck up on me that this movie's ending already. But but that's part of the yeah. Problem. That's what also what I was Be- gonna say because yes. because I also I also. Felt felt that way like it felt incomplete i I thought there was gonna be more like honestly because we spoke about it out fair how there's only one real carnage fight in there and that's the problem like like you give me this all it's like malignant again you give me this awesome 20 30 minutes and i'm like okay okay now we're in it now we're getting to the good shit let me get another one of those and we don't get that like Like, the first battle is the final battle, dude. Like, I don't know what happened. Full spoilers, which we've technically done already, I think. But uh, full spoilers, the the last 30 minutes is when the final battle kicks in. And it's the only, like we said, it's the only fight between Venom and Carnage that we actually get in the movie. Dude. And, like, after all this, like... After all this buildup to, like, Carnage's reveal and stuff, like, look, kudos to the actual debut and stuff. I I do like when Carnage shows up for the first time. You know, the yeah. the, the, yeah, the lethal agreed. injection turning him into Carnage is a cool, it's a, like, that's a sick idea. Like, uh, yeah. And, yeah, and the, tra- the first transformation itself is a fucking, like, sick scene. Like, because he's, like, he's turning, like, blue and, like, his fucking tendrils are coming out and shit. Yeah. In terms of, like, that debut and he's, like, tearing up the fucking prison and shit, like, that's dope. I do like that. But then, yes. like, then, yeah, that's the only time we really get to see Carnage in action outside of, like, it. Like, oh, it's fighting, like, some helicopters and, like, some cops. But, like, yeah, yeah like, there's like, no... It's a very non-important fodder happens, like, with Carnage. I don't understand that. Especially, like, for instance, so in the trailer, right, we get um, a portion of that church scene, which happens to be the final battle scene, right? Where, like, Carnage, I mean, where Venom confronts Carnage for the first time, and he's like, oh, shit, wait a minute. No, this is a red one. This is no good. We're going to die, right? Like, I wish they would have embraced that more because in part one, they showed that in the original planet, there was a type of caste system or tier right. like, tiered like class system in that planet you know and they kind of like um definitely leaned into that saying that venom that symbiote wasn't one of the higher class right. ones so it would have been dope if they kind of called back to that and be like yo why is this guy so afraid of this red one but now all of a sudden he is not afraid because you just because you're gonna eat him so now you're good but then you were like, yo, holy shit, hold on a second, this is a red one. This is totally different. I thought this is way worse than I thought, but you know what? It's fine. As long as we can eat them, like, hold on. Like, what's going on here? Why is this? They don't show you how severe the threat yeah, is. Yeah, and at the same you know time, I mean? like, Venom's not making a lot of sense either. Like, as like the symbiote's oh. just like, oh, I want to eat, like, meat and people. And Eddie Brock's like, no. Yeah, but it's like, dude. 
that was your f- conflict in the first one, and then the whole thing of like them like having a relationship and like fighting about it, like that's fine. Like I don't mind that, but yeah. then like the core conflict is that he doesn't want Venom to eat people. Like how is that like? How is that the thing you base the whole conflict on? Instead of, like, in a better world, I I know we always, like, try and rewrite these things. Yeah, you know, whatever. Like, people make them more money and they do their things. But, but like... Listen, I'm just glad this is all recorded because, like, if if we go back and see some of our ideas on screen... it's like, yeah, we, we got this shit like, copyrighted, people. in a better people. world, we would have had a first Carnage fight. We would have had a Carnage conflict yes. where Venom and Eddie then, like, start fighting about it because they take a, such a hard L. Then they're like, then they start fighting yeah. each other about it because they don't know what to do. And then they break up, you know? Because, like, then we get the Venom breakup and then, you know, them, like, the, you know. Dude, that's the natural order of a superhero like, movie. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. You get into that fight, you lose it hardcore. Yeah, you it's were a superhero movie thing, right? right? Like, yeah, you get into a montage to get better. Yes. you know, and then you know you get better. You find the weakness point, and then you execute in the final battle while still taking beatings. You know what I mean? Like, that's I don't know what happened, Tex. This is why, like, I feel it's it. I'm, I'm definitely not watching <laughs> this again because, like, you give me all this stuff, and like you said, like. That that chemistry thing between uh, between um Venom and Eddie, we established yeah. that in part one. Part, the whole point of part one was like, hey, we're not eating people. I'm a good guy, okay? We can eat the bad guys, but I'm I'm a good human being. I'm he, Eddie Brock's not perfect, but he's like, yo, I'm not a fucking killer right. over here. All right, so let's let's take it down a notch and and tame this fucking symbiote. But again, like you said. They're doing it again. I'm like, like, what happened? Like, why are we going through the, uh, these motions again? Like, there's not another, there isn't another, like, level of, I'm sorry, another layer of development there be- between these two. It's the exact same character. And now it's even more confusing because people are kind of okay. Yeah. You know, like, the the shop lady who also got, who, by the way, I, oh, it's so frustrating. So, the the lady uh, in the grocery store, I forget her name, right? The Chinese lady. She got possessed by uh, by uh, the symbiote later on down the line as well. So she knew Venom and Eddie were a thing. And it's like, like, how does this happen all the time? Like, why is this such a thing? Well, no, I you know, like, I that one, that one's the only one I buy because if he's there all the time, and remember, her shop yeah. is the one at the end where he first turns into symbiote. Like he's like, "Oh, we are venom." That's I, true. That's, that's one true. thing I actually buy because, like, okay, if it's been like a a couple months or a year since all that other shit happened, then you know, if he's there all the time, I would, you know, I would buy that he has a rapport with this nice old lady, you know, because that's the way old lady characters in movies usually work, right? That they're yeah. usually like yeah, accepting like this shit. No, no. I guess you're right. I still don't no, like no. it. No, no. But then I also agree with you that it does go too far. That she's like, oh, Venom. Like, she's caring about it and stuff like that much, you know? But, like, I would understand that she's like, oh, but. Because, like, she does make a good point, like, to uh, to your point. Is when she's like, oh, so what? Like, you're not going to protect me again? So there is, like, an understanding there. Like, oh, like, listen, I get what's going on with you. I'm going to keep my mouth shut, but just be yeah, sure. Yeah, like, that's you know, what I'm saying. Like, there's good here. There so is I do a, understand there is a that logic point, there yeah. that doesn't hold through what she does and the rest, like, it, becoming possessed yeah. by it actually later. Like, that that doesn't yeah. hold water for me. But, but, the, was, but the idea so of him stupid. going to the same shop, you know, because... That that happens. Yeah, like you go to your neighborhood bodega and you you know 
This is true. I yeah. mean, we know we know how crescent. Yeah, it's like you, you go to your bodega and you you like you see that person every day. So it's like, yeah, of course, like they, everyone has yeah, their. Yeah, they, they, you know they would. I mean? so. They would know you. You know, and so like yeah. that uh, like that logic held for me. But that's true. That's true. But that's, that's also that. the thing. Like that's really the only piece of logic that holds throughout the rest of this stuff because it's like it's nostalgic in the bad way, right? Where it's like it feels like those two thousands like first superhero movies that they tried out. Yeah, man. Like this big is time. like you know you get your you because there's a lot of jokes that don't land. There's a lot of like like uh, Cletus Cassidy himself, Woody Harrelson. We've talked about in the past how Woody Harrelson can act, but he can also like his energy could also really go badly if you let him. You know, if yeah, he's like a like a lower level. Yeah, because he can you know do I mean? it, but it's also like he could really go in the wrong direction. <laughs> and and here it's it's like. Yeah, I think he was That's all right. The thing. For I the, think he the... was all right, but it's like it's not that yeah. he was good. It's not that he was bad either. No, he he wasn't good. He wasn't good. He wasn't like memorable. Yeah. Either, though. He he wasn't one of those like he didn't take advantage of the scumbag that this Cletus guy actually yeah. is, you know? And and also then again, too, like, to, to his defense, the story he was given was kind of shit, too, because Cletus was in love with this, uh, what yeah, was it, Shriek, like you, you said, right? Yeah, like, up on, like, some other, like, girl that he, like, they were in the I orphanage with I and stuff, th- instead of, like, letting Cletus be, like, just some wacko killer who's, like, super obsessed yeah, with Eddie because Brock, you know, like. I'm not certain of the comic book origin of um, of Carnage. Is that the same origin? I or, no, like, no. You know I have no idea. But like the idea, yeah. but it, it, it seems off. Yeah, like though, right? the idea of the idea of a, a sociopath being obsessed with a reporter. You know, that's very mind huntery. That's very like you know, like uh, it makes that makes a lot of sense. You know, because like Eddie Brock's yes, the one writing about that, him. So, yeah, like I, I, w- I have no problem with that. But then again, but then again, like at the end, like. Like, yeah, I guess it seems very, like, a, a psychopathish where he's like, oh, I just want to be your friend kind of shit. So I'll excuse that because I've heard crazy shit in real yeah, life like, like, that happen. But then again, but like – no, that's the thing. Like, I wish that were the focus more. You know? Like, I wish it was, like, Eddie trying to balance, like, his thing with Venom while Cletus is there, like, as, like, a super, like, super fan yeah, right, of Eddie man. and was, like, trying to do whatever he can to, like, you know, kill him because he's so fanboyish or whatever. But, like – and that's the thing. Like, and then Cletus eventually gets his symbiote – and the thing is, like, you know, their weakness is that they're not in, like, complete sync. And it's... But it's... God. That's what, like... It's... Man, Arturo, there's so much I have to excuse to... It's like, oh, my God. They haven't synced up completely. This the, is our chance. This is the why first they're weak. One, man, the first one is such a way for it, too. Like, I I think I saw it with John. Like, I saw it, like, like way <laughs> after it came out. Like, we saw it on, like, DVD and shit. Yeah, like, I, I believe I saw it in theaters, but it was, like, a random early day kind of matination where I had nothing else to do. I'm like, oh, let and me catch this. This, and this dude, is kind of like, dope. And Venom people movie? defend it because they're like, oh, yeah, it's good. It's better than you think. No, it's, it's no, not a good movie. No, it's not. It's not good. It's interesting because of the take they decided to, to, yeah. to do in that movie. Like, the, the path. Could, listen, anything was better than the Toe for Grace Venom, right? Yeah. Period. To be honest, So yeah. the fact that we had a quality actor like Tom Hardy attached to it and actually gave a shit about the, the character made it even more interesting. And the fact that 
we here at Course Feed understand artists, you know, like and, and the way they right. express certain things. We we were kind of cool with it because you're like, you know what? Tom Hardy's having fun with it. He be, he was a producer, I think, as well as well as part of um like I forget, but he was heavy in yeah. The production like he process clearly he of both he clearly cared about. You know what I mean, like yeah. So he definitely um took a different style um over. I think this is why he accepted it, honestly. Because he probably saw that he can do some crazy shit with this character. Because, and honestly, too, like Eddie Brock's character in the comics doesn't—he's not really a complete character. Yeah, he's just some. You know dude. what I mean? Like, like he's yo. He he was a musclehead in fucking Spider-Man high no, school. No, dude, that was right? Flash Thompson. That was a different. No, but didn't Eddie Brock no, go to Eddie the Brock was like legit, um, just the Daily Bugle guy? Like Fla- Flash Thompson oh, was he never Flash Thompson oh, was, was Peter, see, like you know what it is they they always drew them yeah no exactly that's the thing like and so comics. this yeah. was technically a blank slate so like oh so he was just a competing reporter yeah with he Peter just blamed Parker, like right? it was okay. the thing of blaming Peter for losing his career it it's legit the Spider Man three thing but like he'd even have like the the assholeish like Topher Grace spin on it it was just like. Oh, I hate you for outshining me, Peter Parker, and making me lose budge. Yeah, because Eddie Brock always gave such a Flash yeah, Thompson but no, vibe. Flash though. Thompson was the one that had connections to Peter Parker, like a deeper connection. Yes, the bully, right? Yeah, and the then, high school then bully. Then he turns shit. into like Agent Venom later, or no, that was Eddie Brock. You know, it doesn't matter. Is that why I'm confusing you, them? Because well, no, because they they keep swapping it. Like it keeps jumping. Uh, it honestly, it gets very convoluted and it gets very, <laughs> it gets very it. dumb. All right, so speak. All right, so speaking of dumb, <laughs> all right, and, and and convoluted and stuff. Let's jump to this post credit. Oh yeah, scene. no. Uh, before we do that, I will give Carnage its credit. Carnage looks cool. Like, I, uh, yeah. Before we no, wrap up the conversation, listen, yeah, I, I'm uh, not knocking it. Visually, it looks awesome. But this is why yeah, we wanted more. Yeah. This is why we wanted more. Like, because honestly, Carnage looked yeah, better Carnage. than Venom. Venom looked better too in terms yes. of rendering, right? He looked like sleeker and smoother. You know what I mean? But like they spent, they spent a lot, a of, lot time of, of time on look. Carnage, like and the transformation, yeah. like yeah. from Cletus to Carnage of like the twisted face thing, and then like yeah, it's probably you know what this is probably why it was so short in terms of like action because they spent all that on, budget. On that one- on Carnage, it's like, yo, we got yeah. no more. Uh, yeah, I know. Before we get to, like, the post-credits and talking about the future stuff, I just wanted to mention that. Like, it does get its credit for, like, a really, really good-looking Carnage. Yeah. Isn't it wild, though, how, like, um, it gives you that sense of, like, um, like a James Cameron Abyss, a Terminator thing. Every time the, the a symbiote just, like, sticks out, like, from the back and shit, like, um, and it's talking to them. You know, when they, like, like separate? Because even Carnage does that. When, like, it's like a blob just... It comes out like from the back of right. them and, and just kind of turns into the head of the villain. Right. That's kind of cool shit. Like I wish, but you see, like they do have certain things sprinkled in that are cool. But when you finally get it, and when and, and when they finally have their whole package ready for you to to view it, the movie's over. Right. And this is why for me, it, it's hard to recommend it because you have to sit through all that stuff just to get to this cool shit. But this is also the same reason that Tex recommends it because. You get to this cool shit of the carnage fight, the carnage look, everything in the end. That whole church fight sequence was dope. Uh, like I like how they use all the little uh, layers and the levels of everything. It was cool. It reminds me of that Shang Chi fight yeah. too, right? Like like on the outside of the sk- yes. skyscraper. Yeah. So uh, so that was dope. But like the movie does have 
it's it's perks, but it's at yeah. the end of it, and I don't want to I don't want to tell you guys to sit through an hour and change of stuff just yeah, to get it's, to this. It's, you know, it's the malignant but, problem. Like going going all the exactly, way back to that. But, like it's the malignant problem. Exactly, exactly. But like Tech said, and unlike malignant, there is a payoff at yeah. the end of this stuff, and it is a post credit scene where they finally tie Spider Man yeah. to this thing. I'm not saying MCU. I'm yeah, saying it's, it's definitely the um, Spider-Man yeah. universe. Like they they made sure to yeah be because like, that was yeah. smart too. By the way, that was a smart move because people were probably waiting to see a connection to the overall MCU. But they but Sony was like, let's hold yeah, because because like we don't <laughs> you know okay. I mean? So this post credit scene sees like Venom and Eddie. Like Venom's like, oh, I have like ten thousand years of knowledge or whatever, and like. While they're trying yeah. to mend that into Eddie's brain, the fucking universe changes, and he pops up in like, and he sees the um, he sees the post reporting of like uh, the J. Yeah, Jonah he sees Jameson, the J. Jonah Jameson yeah. like reporting that Peter Parker is Spider Man, which is the end of you know it's the end of uh, uh, Far, uh, from, uh, far home, from Home, but also it's technically mm-hmm. the beginning of No Way Home. So like. Of no way. So yes. who the fuck knows what's happening here? Because it's like, is it Doctor Strange's multiverse shit in No Way Home that brings him into it? Is is it yeah, the mind right? meld that brings Eddie into fucking this universe? You know, but like, they we'll see. Like, it's ex- but yeah, like it, it was definitely very interesting because on top of like the the whole sequence of when Venom is feeding him all this like alien like knowledge, right? Like you said, like who knows if that's happening during the same time as when Strange is trying to help Spider-Man with this, like, oh, I wish everybody didn't know I was Spider-Man thing. Because if um time changes. So Eddie Brock appears in the same hotel room he's at, right? But then at a at a different point in time, because now that's at somebody else's hotel room yeah, at the same time. A, yeah. So the Yeah, there, there's time and there's time and multiverse thing going on. But my thing again with this, I I appreciate it, but like how like why is venom so attractive yeah because he's just like he like looks at him on the tv and he's like that guy and he like licks it you know yeah he's he's like you know he's doing the comic thing where his tongue is like slithering over his face thing right like i guess we'll see in like venom 3 which we we've talked about before you can't do another like you could barely i mean look venom let there be parted shows us you you barely barely, made it through part two without spider-man and even then, in my opinion, you didn't make it to you, the finish without Spider Man, you know I mean? right? Like you had to, you had to bring exactly. It in, so so you know. yes, and as we said before here on this show, is that you need to have Spider Man in another iteration of this movie because it doesn't work without him. Especially now that you have this, I see. This is what I I wish. It was just them looking at the TV like, oh, who the, who the hell is this guy? But then it showed Venom having this infatuation of, or, or this lust over watching – after watching, you know, Tom Holland's Peter Parker without his mask. And I'm like, okay, but like why do you seem like you've tasted him yeah. before or something and you, and, and yeah, you want second? Like, yeah, that was that was off-brand because you know why? Because um, Symbio's been with Eddie the, the entire time he's been on Earth. Right. You know what I, I mean? That's what I mean. So, like, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. I, I mean, it is, again, it is going to be it, cool when Venom finally gets the fucking spider insignia. But yeah, but again, Tex, as as our inside jokes go, you know, it didn't yeah, make it. She, did, she, <laughs> she didn't, didn't make, make it. it. She didn't make it. <laughs> she didn't make it. Not in this one, folks. Um. So again, 
tread lightly when it comes to Venom. I'll let there be carnage. If you're a Marvel fan, Spidey fan, you've probably already seen it. You can join the droves who are talking about it on the internet. It's very... It's a very polarizing yeah. movie. The marks, the Spider-Man marks are fucking no, like, no, oh my God, that's the thing too. Awesome. Like it's getting, at the same time, it's getting bashed, but like it made a ton of money at the box office already. Like, yeah. So yeah. we yeah. are getting a, a Venom 3 eventually with, I mean, with Spider-Man. So I mean, I think no matter what, honestly, you put that post-credit scene at yeah, the end, either, you were going to get Either we're getting no Spider-Man 4 with Venom in it. Or like a a Venom three with Spider Man in it. I I hope it's yeah, the former because though. I hope it's a Spider Man four with Venom in it. Oh, but just real quick before we finish this off, like I remember you you mentioned it that it felt like an early superhero movie. This movie fits like in the same universe Dude, as Daredevil. That's what with ben I was Affleck. also gonna say. Like, <laughs> if you wanted to put it like put a cap on it, like Venom two, Venom Let There Be Carnage feels like. If they just kept making movies after Spider-Man 3, and they were like, yep, let's just keep yep. making these kinds of movies, and here we are, Venom. Yeah, you got yeah. the Daredevil, you got Elektra, you got Venom, let there be Carnage yeah, part of that like, same Yeah, this is release. all just, like, which is appropriate, because, you know, No Way Home is apparently bringing them all back. So, like, we will see. I mean- we're going to talk about this towards the end of the year when we finally get to see this shit. But, you know, but, yeah, you know, yeah. Venom um, is unnecessary. I will say that, too. Like, it's it's a way for it, but it's also, like, if you really don't want to, then don't. Yeah. Like, just, just know that the post-credit scene brings Venom into Spider-Man's universe, not the MCU, but Spider-Man's universe. And, you know, we'll we'll see what happens from that, right? Man. Um, yeah. Yeah, folks. So, again, like I said before, tread lightly. It is the beginning of spooky season. So, please t- stay tuned to all the socials. You know, I go crazy in October, especially with the 31 days of Halloween. I was able to catch Halloween 2 yesterday. I, I mean, the day before. Um, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Man, that movie, it's a neat idea. It's a neat idea. R- Rob Zombie had something there, but the downfall of Rob Zombie, as I've said before, Tex, is the cast he chooses around him. It's not strong enough to deliver the kind of performance the idea calls for. Sherry Moon Zombie as Myers' mom, as Myers' dead ghost mom, it's not a good look. Scout Scout Compton, she's fresh, so I can't put a lot uh, on her, but she was over the top on that one. The best part of, of, of that one was honestly uh, Taylor Maine as, as Michael Myers. So that's, I, I, re- I really appreciated his iteration of Michael Myers. And I think that's really why I like Rob Zombie's version because of just the aggressiveness and just this massive being, um, aka Sabretooth. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, go watch horror movies, man. The streamers, all have horror movies on it. Peacock just put on a shitload of fucking horror movies on their on their services. And we all know Netflix has their 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 Halloween section. Amazon, Hulu, go watch scary movies. I'm watching one a day. Uh, we have a great conversation for you guys next week um, as we're gonna cover the top shows that on Netflix right now. I'm very excited. I can't wait. That's why I'm saying it now. <laughs> you guys to tune in. We're gonna cover Midnight Mass and the Squid Game. Um, so I'm very very excited about that, and I'm excited for you guys to tune in this month we're gonna have a lot of content for you guys stay tuned to the uh, social feeds like i said especially the course feed instagram um where which where it's gonna be horror all month long um thank you again folks for listening to episode 83 of the morgue an official course feed podcast i am arturo padilla the guy behind the face and with me always is mr nick valdez my handy dandy awesome producer and always give thanks a shout out um, to Mr. Del Virus for the artwork and Mr. Glenn Morowski for the music. 
And thank you folks again for listening. I see you guys checking out the backlogs. Really appreciate it. And remember, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. Thank you.